five dollars. I mean, that's what I use. Guns in their hands and God on their side. Well, the first world voice, it came and it went. And the reason for fighting, I never. Accepted with pride, for you don't count the dead when God's on your side. And the second world, it came to an end. We forgave the jail. Germans now too have God on their side. Well, I've learned to hate Russians all through my whole life. If another Yes. 
And welcome to the weekly review. This is Roman. Today it's Friday, May 25th, 2018. Thank you so much for listening in. We are broadcasting live at Mutiny Radio in the Mission District in San Francisco, California. We're on a lonely land. And I'm wanting to provide a trigger warning before we start the program as we'll be going over a few news and current events, updates, and how horrific and upsetting many of these things are and backwards they seem it's like the oh it's the opposite of what should be happening yet they're happening so wanting to welcome you to the show thank you so much for listening in maybe you're a first time listener maybe you've listened before either way thank you <sighs> thanks also to uh perry and the folks who are hosting the show prior uh we have a new show called cowards that's at 10 a.m here on fridays so listen into that as well oh <sighs> Uh, it's difficult to say exactly where to begin. I started writing down all of the things and it got very long and I got quite upset. I'll start off by, I guess, introducing the first song that we played on the show, which was Joan Baez singing with God on our side. And apparently yesterday was Bob Dylan's birthday and my friend Tuke Edelow, who hosts the show called What Would Save the World on Radio Free Brooklyn, had a great post that was in honor of Bob Dylan's birthday. I'm playing all of the Joan Baez cover versions of his song, songs. And for folks who don't know, they went they went out and Bob Dylan wasn't that that great to her. He wasn't that nice to her. So, uh, and she's an incredible voice and an incredible artist in her own right. So, yeah, I thought we'd open up the show with that song, which, although 
written decades ago still seems to be ring incredibly true, which seems to, that's also just a recurring theme. The more I learn about history, it's, oh, people have been saying the same things for a really long time and other folks either aren't listening or they're fighting against it. And then that's, that's why we're at where we're at with fear of war and all of that. Oh, goodness. I'm a little bit more amped up than I as it was intending to be. Perhaps it was the second cup of coffee, and those are small cups of coffee, not that you need to know my caffeine intake, and perhaps that's the most personal I'll, I'll get on the show today. We'll see. Maybe I'll talk a bit a little bit more. We'll see. Oh, goodness. So, uh, yeah, I just need to kind of clear my head a little bit before we start going into the many disturbing things that happened this week. And it seems like an escalation of things that were already problematic and unfair and unjust. Uh, locally in San Francisco, uh, DA Gascon decided that he would not be pressing charges either uh, for the Mario Woods case or Luis Gungora Pat. And these were both people who were murdered. Oh, I'm sorry. I think we're not legally supposed to say murdered if someone's not found. It's fuck, It's ridiculous. Anyway, they were killed by the San Francisco Police Department, and uh, they're not going to prosecute the cops, which to many folks does not come as a surprise because that's how how the system works. It protects itself. And meanwhile, people are continually killed by law enforcement. And so there are ways that folks can show up uh, today, Friday, May 25th, from 8 to 10 p.m. in front of the Mission Police Station, which is at Valencia and 17th. The community will be gathering to protest police terror and police impunity, so you can show up to that. And also on Tuesday, uh, May 29th, from noon to 2 p.m. at 850 Bryant Street, uh, there is going to be a press conference, uh, Wealth and Disparities in the Black Community, that the Justice for Mario Woods Coalition will be holding. And there's an event on Facebook that you can check out as well. And again, that's Tuesday, May 29th, from noon to 2. And again, a protest tonight in front of the Mission Police Station, which is at Valencia and 17th, from 8 to 10 p.m., Ugh. It's it's difficult when going through these stories because there's just it's enraging and it's unjust. And often on the show, I like to have some positive news stories and, you know, positive things that are happening and people doing a lot of good work. And there are those stories as well. And at the same time, uh, it's it's crucial to to see what the enemies are doing, to see what the folks who are harming us are doing and up to. I would ideally like to start the show on a real positive note. And I think some of that does happen to do. And if I play like an upbeat song, even if it's depressing, if I play an upbeat song at first, that kind of gets me into it. And with this song, it's a beautiful song. And it's also like, oh, goodness, <laughs> here we go again. How little has changed. So I'm looking at the list of stories, and I, oh, it's, you know, there's that idea of, oh, do you want me to tell you the, the good news first or the bad news first? The good news and then the bad news. And then you're like, oh, what if it's just bad news? However, that could be another tagline for the show. <laughs> However, we'd like people to listen, though. And there will be some good news that we'll get to. So that's good. For some reason, it was easier last night when I was working all these stories in. And now that I'm on the air, it's like, oh, I don't really want to fucking, ugh. Maybe I'll just go through it. We'll go through it. We'll speak it out loud. We'll name it. 
We'll put it out there. Ugh. Fuck. So I've just put up a sign in the station that is melt the ice that has been around at many protests and gatherings. And of course, this is not the literal ice, which is melting due to climate change, but ice as in immigration, customs, and enforcement who are pretty much like uh, the Gestapo. They are separating families. They are following orders, which causes, which is causing harm to people and causing deaths. So it was reported that 1,457 children have been lost. Now, these were children who were separated from their families by ICE and by the Department of Homeland Security. Who they're keeping secure, we don't know. So, uh, that has been reported. And there have also been reports that people are being forced to wear yellow uh, uh, wristbands to mark them as migrants. Now, of course, folks who understand history and understand where this comes from and the how this has happened before, that's, that's where we're heading. And I've been saying that on the show probably since the beginning that it's kind of, we're heading in this kind of fascistic, now we're there. I don't know what's more fascistic than separating parents from their children, all based on this idea of an imaginary line on a map. And then for folks who try to argue, oh, they weren't following the laws, which are of course, fucked up in the first place uh, these are folks who are seeking asylum so in many of these cases folks did what they were quote unquote supposed to do they ha- they were following the laws they were seeking asylum they did the paperwork that they were supposed to and I'm of the opinion even if they didn't who cares because no one owns the land no one owns the earth we're sharing it together yet some people have the idea that they do so so there's an ACLU lawsuit against uh, ICE and the DHS for separating people. Uh, and there's also, they've been abusing the children as well, which is so fucked up. And I think the idea that so many folks are on the right, this idea of protecting children, yet they are voting and enforcing policies that end up harming children. We have a call. Let's see who this is. Mutiny Radio. Hey, uh, this is Natalie Sousey. Is Pam available? Um, Pam's not at the station right now. Okay. Um, I I am um, hosting one of the open mics. Um, I think it's June 6th, and I just, I'm not on Facebook right now, um, and so I just wanted to confirm that was the day that I was hosting, because I'm just finalizing some schedule stuff. Sure. Um, if you, Do you have a schedule, um, I'm actually on the air right now, but if you give me your email, I can have Pam email you. Oh, that would be awesome. I don't have her mobile number, and um, I was hoping she'd give it to me. Okay. Uh, she, she knows who I am. So my Great. name is oh. Natalie, and mm-hmm. my last name is Fauzi, F as in Frank, A-W-Z-I. Okay. Great. And I'll, can I just, she can text me. Can I give her my number? Um, yeah, but you're on the air right now, so it'll be giving it to everyone. Um, so oh, okay, just, then I don't want to do that. I didn't yeah, even know. I didn't realize that. I didn't sure hear that I was thing. on the air. Yeah, that's all right. Sorry, everybody. Oh, that's okay. okay. Well, thanks for calling. I'll, she, I'll pass she along get the message to her, me. though. Okay. Thank thanks, you. Natalie. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> anywho. Oh, goodness. So, oh, oh. okay. So, yeah, we're talking about ICE and DHS. And, oh, 
Oh, yes. So FOSTA-SESTA, so which was the stupid bill which was passed, unfortunately, under the guise of protecting uh, folks who might be victims of sex trafficking. However, the bill ends up, the bill has, dis- has gone on to really harm folks who are doing sex work. And it's just ridiculous that now some of these children who the Department of Homeland Security seems to have lost may be, there's some idea that, idea that they might be caught up in that. And so it's the kind of opposite thing of going against the laws they're, they're passing is pretty horrible. There's a lot more negative news stories. However, our guest just came in, which is really awesome, and I'm already a lot happier. So we're going to play some music, and perhaps I'll get to some more of the, <laughs> the stories uh, in a bit. But please do stay tuned. And this is going to go to, uh, there is a, oh my goodness. Oh, so of all the things that happened this week that made me angry, there was like a whole li- like, there's like a list. It's like the Billboard Top 100 list. It's like, what? happened this week that made me really angry. And one thing was this, uh, a white student at uh, Kent State University who was walking around with her, with her, with her rifle, then she gets like, she just totally clueless. People called her out on it and having white privilege and also how fucked up it is to be walking around college campus with your rifle. And then my, of course, my first association with, with Kent State was a shooting that happened in 1970 when four students were killed um, for merely protesting the Vietnam War. And it seems like I'm wondering where is this gap in, in either education or in this reality that a lot of us have grown up to learn about this country and its history and folks either ignoring it or just, just not acting appropriately. So with that, I'm going to play the, the song by uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, uh, Ohio, which was speaking a bit about that event. And we'll be back with the guests in a little bit.
soldiers and Nixon's coming. We're finally on our own. This summer I hear the drumming. Our dead in Ohio. Our dead in Ohio. Our dead in Ohio. Our dead in Ohio. Coming in Going up in the gleaming corridor of the 51st floor. The money can be made if you really want some more. Executive decision, a clinical precision. Jumping from the windows, filled with indecision. I can't get a fight from the advertising world. Treat me nice, party girl. Go get live where there isn't any to freeze. Man, freeze. It's the pause that refreshes in the corridors of power. They need a top up long before the happy hour. The snake skin suit and your alligator boot. You don't need a long day, you can take it to the bed. I get my advice from the advertising world.
a long range weapon A suicide bomb, a wicked mind Is a weapon of mass destruction Whether you're Solar World Sun Or BBC One Misinformation is a weapon of mass destruction You could have Caucasian or a poor Asian Racism is a weapon of mass destruction Whether inflation or globalization Fear is a weapon of mass destruction Whether Halliburton, Enron or anyone greed Is a weapon of mass destruction We need to find courage Overcome inaction Is a weapon of mass destruction Inaction is a weapon of mass destruction Inaction is a weapon of mass destruction My story stops here Let's be clear, this scenario is happening everywhere And you ain't going to Nirvana or Farvana You coming right back here to live out your karma With even more drama than previously Seriously Just how many centuries have we been waiting For someone else to make us free And we refuse to see That people overseas suffer just like we Bad leadership and egos unfettered and free Feed on the people they supposed to lead I don't need the people to pray and wait For the Lord to make it all straight There's only now I do it right Cause I don't want your daddy Leave your home tonight Whether long-range weapon or suicide bomb A wicked mind is a weapon of mass destruction Whether you're Solaway's son or BBC One Misinformation is a weapon of mass destruction You could have Caucasian or a poor Asian Racism is a weapon of mass destruction Whether inflation or globalization Fear is a weapon of mass destruction Whether Halliburton, Enron or anyone greed Is a weapon of mass destruction We need to find Courage, overcome inaction is a weapon of mass destruction. Inaction is a weapon of mass destruction. Inaction is a weapon of mass destruction.
Hello, and welcome back to the Weekly Review. I am joined by Wynn Minji. Thank you for being here, Wynn. Thank you. Thanks for inviting us, Roman. Yeah. So um, we're going to be talking a little bit about the CCSF Solidarity Committee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm part of, um, again, I'm Wynn, um, she, hers, and um, born and raised in SF, um, joined CCSF Solidarity Committee or helped um, organize and been with it around like 2015. But um, we've been part of the campaign for Free City. And I don't know how many listeners are know about uh, the campaign or the fight or even the program itself. But, um, but yeah, it's like a community long fight. It's been exciting. And I'm going to be here to talk about that. That's great. Yeah, I, I started uh, taking a couple classes this spring and they're really wonderful. And I, I learned a lot and met a lot of really great folks. So I'm really grateful. And that's something I feel like if City College hadn't been free, it might not have been something that I had pursued. So mm-hmm. I was really grateful for that. Yeah, it was great um, meeting you in James Tracy's class for <laughs> Labor and Community Studies. And um, hell yeah, go Muni Radio. Thanks oh, for yeah. inviting us. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought we could maybe start off by talking a little bit about City College and what it was like to... Um, and there is, I know that the history in terms of getting the accreditation was mm-hmm. discussed a little bit, and then also in terms of wanting to make it as accessible for people as possible. So perhaps we could talk about the history of City College a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the history of City College. So um, we can start with the accreditation crisis. Yeah, yeah give some like context around that. Um, yeah, the struggle has been going on quite some time. So our college... Um, known to be a working class college, you know, for the community, has like nine campuses, right? One in each neighborhood, very central. Um, at its peak had 100,000 students, mm-hmm. you know, and um, when 
around 2013 when CCSF was sanctioned um, by the Accreditation Commission, um, the Accreditation Commission for California Junior Colleges, um, there was a large fight back, right? So it had nothing to do with the quality of education, but everything to do with the agenda of privatization that was occurring within education nationwide. So it wasn't just CCSF that was facing the impacts of privatization, you know, of being trying to um, of being chipped away from the values of you know an accessible, open, enriching college that was lifelong learning that wasn't just for a population just um, geared towards the workforce or a two year college, mm-hmm. but one that you know you can take as many classes as you want there um, to serve you know your needs yeah. um, for any occupation. So anyway, what the fight took was it took a lot of um, community it took labor you know it took um different schools different social fights to really defend um you know this gem Mm -hmm. and um what it took was also you know a lawsuit yeah (laughs) you know um uh, against the accreditation commission it took gathering testimonies it took rallies you know protests it took multiple teach-ins it took educationals um and yeah lots of lots of organizing happened it definitely was never a dull day yeah. <laughs> amongst like yeah organizers and fighting for the college and you know trying to bring um that unity you know mm-hmm. yeah and from what i've heard about it, it sounds like there are so many different people who were involved with this uh, to, to make it happen yeah so um yeah different organizations so like there was jobs with justice you know um a lot of like um, there was a Filipino community, there was a Chinese community, um, like CPA, Chinese mm-hmm. Progress Association, um, and you know, Living Wage Coalition. Um, uh, yeah, and so um, also like the SF Labor Council. Yeah, um, that was um, unanimously for like the Free City Program. You know, but also yeah, heavily involved in the fight. And um, but yeah, with. Within that, um, that whole fight, um, you know, there was a Save CCSF coalition that was formed, yes. right? Um, so it was a space for, um, you didn't have to be a student, you know, but you were, you know, it was founded by students and also it was an alliance built with like, um, with faculty that were heavily involved, affinity groups. And, um, and so it was quite a victory. Yeah. I mean, it was such a celebration to be like, hell yeah, you know, we, we have accreditation. We, you know, deserve to be accredited, and um, it was a political fight, right? You right. know, um, it, that political fight, you know, was around values and a vision mm-hmm. for what um, an education should be, yeah. and what even like the values of society should have. Yeah. So very inclusive, you know. <laughs> Um, and so it was funny because when I have friends that ask me like about this story or like fellow comrades, like trying to ask, it's like, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's a huge win where, um, you know, uh, it's like a flip in the narrative where mm-hmm. we got to claim the narrative, right? Yes. Yeah. And we got to win. We got yeah. to, um, we got to say like, not only did we fight off a huge institution that was trying to shut us down yeah. and make our, you know, um, make students get pushed out and like pay um and privatize it not yeah. only did we fight them off but we also provided an alternative vision right we went on the offense yeah which was 
no, we're not. <laughs> hell no to you know tuition increases. Hell yeah. no to class um, cuts or like closures. Yeah. You know, not only we want a free education, we want to decide what kind of education we want. And so yes. the fight definitely continues. And um, the thing that I gravitate and feel heavily, you know, pulled to this struggle is also um, it's it's definitely not isolated. Yeah. You know, it's not like. Um, just a solely on-campus issue. Mm-hmm. It's very, I see City College as like an amoeba, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the students are either part-time, um, the demographics like mostly like non-credit, a lot non-credit, and also um, uh, like variety of ages. Like yeah. you get to meet people from different walks of life. Yeah. And yeah. you feel really supported by your peers and your faculty. Um but definitely those type of those key moments um, really, really politicized me mm-hmm. and a bunch of other organizers and peers, you know. Yeah. And um, and I think has shaped and continues to shape the kind of resistance that comes out of um, out of that community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A lot of things that you touched on are really just the idea of even like shaping the narrative and like having that. Cause I feel so often when we hear the news, it's, it's from this very, it's like the opposite perspective and it's just either not informed and or biased against the folks, against the people. And mm-hmm. so to be able to actually tell the story and to tell what happened and then also to have a victory too is yeah. really encouraging. Yeah. And the significance is like also the, um, you know, there was the state takeover, and usually it's similar to what's been going on in different areas like Flint, Michigan, mm-hmm. or what's the school closures in Chicago, yeah. you know? And with um, with CCSF under the fight with the Accreditation Commission, you know, it was, um, they were rogue, They, but also a lot of what um, they, what um kind of the what we were facing was also land grabs yes yeah um we were facing also gentrification you know heavy gentrification so the political fight was also linking you know that um cuts to ccsf downsizing you know the school closure is also gentrification yes pushing people out yeah um of the community you know and um and so that's another um political vision that we have now too that links to the present where we believe in the right to return um the right to return so we know many folks have been pushed out of the city we had um that were impacted by the policies Mm -hmm. um that the accreditation commission had put down one of them being nel nel net implementing nel net which was um a payment policy Uh uh where instead uh, instead of paying um, by your own plan, yeah, um, you'd have to pay up front. Or if oh. you had like you know debt or student fees, then you couldn't take classes. So it was very. Oh. Um, it punished oh. a lot of people. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like it put the burden on the students, the students and families right. versus like um, addressing the real issue. The solution is um, you know there's been a heavy divestment from the state of California in education, mm. and so, and so. Um, so that was one of that was actually one of the campaigns that CCSF um, united around. Mm-hmm. There was um, uh, folks from like Asian Student Union, Peace, which is Philippine uh, Education Arts um, Culture of Empowerment, uh, Black Student Union, Mecha, and students outside of those groups that came together mm-hmm. and addressed that. Hey, these policies 
are affecting us and yeah. our communities, and we're going to wage a fight against um, this gr- discriminatory and um, very classist policy. Yes, yeah. Um, and so we won that as well. Mm-hmm. So Nelnet, that so-called third-party provider, right, yeah. versus you paying to the college directly. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're no longer um, within the institution, which is yeah. good. Um, other, you know, fights we've been involved in, um, you know, disarming the campus police. Oh, wow. I'd love to hear about that. And yeah. Congratulations. Because, yes, mm-hmm. I wish we could disarm all police. So that's another <laughs> conversation for another time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, very local struggles, but also attached nationally. Um, and, yeah, trying to see, trying to, like... Uh, vocalize the proper timeline. I, oh, sure. Oh, whichever, yeah. you know, whatever comes to mind, too. Okay. We can always go back and forth. Yeah. And then the other impact of the uh, accreditation crisis was the cuts to diversity studies. Mm. So diversity studies, there's seven departments mm-hmm. um, under the diversity collaborative, which yeah. includes women's studies, LGBTQ, Asian studies, Asian American, African American studies, um, LALS, Latino studies, um, interdisciplinary studies, which includes like uh, uh, Pacific Islander mm-hmm. studies and Middle East studies. Um, there's also the labor um, community studies department. So around about seven. And so we saw that these classes weren't being um, prioritized. They mm. were heavily being cut. But we saw that a lot of the demographics, you know, from those communities benefit but not only from this means, but everyone benefits right. from that type of education. Yeah. Right? When you're learning about each other, yeah. learning about connecting the dots, mm-hmm. um, understanding the larger context, what's going on. And, yeah. Um, and and um, STEM was being more prioritized. So mm-hmm. we want, we um, also included one of our demands was to defend diversity studies. So yeah. the equivalent would be ethnic studies, right? Mm-hmm. At state and such. And um, because they they're invaluable as well, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of the programs we're still defending. And um, we the good thing is that we see enrollment because of the Free City program. About five thousand new students, yeah, right, um, that enrolled that weren't part of City before. So that's really exciting, and um, and it's about you know growing, growing the college, growing the community. And um, maintaining, you know, kind of those type of programs that we fought for. Yes, yeah. To maintain those wins. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so important. But yeah, what uh, what um, classes have you taken? Um, I took an elementary Spanish class, hey. and so I was way behind in wanting to learn Spanish, and was like. <laughs> trying to teach myself a little bit and over the years and then finally was like oh this is offered like yes i need to take advantage of that and do that and learn Mm -hmm. and it was great that's awesome yeah so i I did that class and then i also did james tracy's the labor and community organizing Uh, class yeah yeah um which campuses um one was at mission the spanish class was at the mission campus Mm -hmm. and then the labor and community organizing was at the civic center campus Mm -hmm. that's super cool yeah and um yeah i've taken um I study Asian American studies mm-hmm. and political science, so I completed that certificate. But there's always something to learn. Like, um, I also want to take a labor and community studies course um, this fall. The fall schedule is out, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, excellent. I'm excited. Yeah, so scroll through, look through. And yeah, I have a catalog right here. But yeah, oh, um, yeah. it always brings joy to me when the class schedule that gets thicker. Yes. <laughs> because it's it's a good sign. Yeah. Um, that we're growing. Um, but yeah, there's, 
yeah, the, there's multiple political fights that are ongoing right now. So as you know, um, the Free City program is for San Francisco residents. Right, right. Right. So the thing, our vision for CCSF Solidarity Committee, mm-hmm. along with the other fighters in the Free City Coalition, mm-hmm. is for the college to provide free tuition for all workers. Yes, yeah. All workers, you know, um, and documented yes. folks. Yes, um, And, yeah, and to also provide non-tuition costs as well mm-hmm. um, because we know, like, textbooks, rent, like, yeah, that also. I was, yeah, I was just like, all right, I'm like, I will be borrowing that from the library because <laughs> exactly. sometimes the textbooks are just so, mm-hmm. the textbook would have been more expensive than just the fee to, mm-hmm. to sign up. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so part of that fight is also... Um, Right now, the Free City program, it's a two-year pilot program, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't include summers, Mm -hmm. which is like, why? Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. And um, and so there there was um, kind of, you can imagine a T-chart, right? (laughs) Like the bullet points of like what we wanted, you Mm -hmm. know, from the beginning in implementing the program, all the way to, you know, the campaign and fights, and then to ultimately what was negotiated, unfortunately, and what we got. Mm and so I wanted to provide that information as well because um, it's good to know. It's good to know, um, you know, the victories, obviously, but also what what's uh, there to fight for. To Absolutely. To fight for. Yeah. And also this links to the sanctuary fight, too. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The sanctuary fight because so, um, <clears throat> so what, we're, what we see is that it, this is also another political fight where there's nothing um, within the city or state that prevents from the city to pay for out-of-state tuition. Mm-hmm. So that includes international students mm-hmm. or undocumented yeah. folks, right? And so that's our political fight and where we want to include all workers and also undocumented folks. Yes. But what we see is that um, there's, of course, like those that have DACA, but we're mm-hmm. talking about the non-AB 540 folks, the majority, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and those that are... You know, one of them, the most um, exploited demographics in mm-hmm. you know the sector, and so um, how we see it being linked is that you know ICE is also legally not allowed to be in healthcare facilities, mm-hmm. school grounds, and churches. Mm-hmm. So imagine where we have nine campuses, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, if you if um, you're you can be a student, you know, or it could take non-credit class, whatever, right? You can be on campus, but also um, within the, uh, recently there was a tentative agreement within AFT 2121 that was reached where um, there uh, no one will be punished for cooperating ICE, but it'll be more expansive, mm. where not only that, but um, that CCSF can provide um, financially or any resources they have mm. legally to protect their undocumented community faculty and students. Mm. So imagine if we did have um, legally, like for f- free city for yeah. undocumented folks, you know, then like if there was perhaps like uh, a raid yeah. you know, that's ongoing, yeah. then we can open our gyms, we yes. can open our classrooms. Yes, so, yes. Um, li- really have, uh, you know, put a concrete thing to this yeah you know, to what it means to be to have a sanctuary city to right. have a sanctuary campus right and so that's how we see i hope that makes sense how sanctuary mm-hmm. and education or with free city yeah um is linked and so that's why we <sighs> want to invite like 
all groups, you know, to also defend it, to defend this for everyone, because in this, you know, political moment, too, we see not just attack on education, we see attacks on education, labor, Mm -hmm. immigrants, um, yeah, all of that. So we want to continue to protect each each other. And so that's one of our um, political fights that we're we're waging. And we we ask everyone, all the listeners, to also like root root for the struggle, root for us, root for each other, um, because... I think we can win. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. And that's very uplifting to hear because I think I can only speak from my own experience when I read the news about what's happening, especially with ICE, is I feel a sense of anger and a sense, not necessarily of hopelessness, but I feel like I feel like a lack of power at times. Mm -hmm. And so to understand when so many people come together to share resources and to share information to protect one another, that that kind of alleviates some of that anxiety just to recognize what can be done when many people all chip in and collaborate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be, uh, yeah, it's great to highlight and speak uh, around these alternatives mm-hmm. for sure. And be on the offense. Yes. You know, yeah. I like ultimately. that. I feel like I'm always on the defense. So it's really <laughs> awesome to hear about being on the offense. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so I think, you know, these programs, these proposals, they're offensive ones, you mm-hmm. know? Um, hell yeah. And, um, yeah, the struggle continues. And so, um, so again, I'm win part of CCSF solidarity yeah. committee. Um, and yeah, I invite folks, you know, or listeners to, um, connect with us too. Um, we meet, um, well, we're having an office soon, but, um, uh, we meet usually like on campus, mm-hmm. um, ocean, but also um, like in the mission. But um, because it's summer, we're still figuring that. Out. But we have an email. It's CCSF Solidarity Committee at gmail.com. Y'all can look us up on Facebook as well mm-hmm. with CCSF Solidarity Committee. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think there was also there was also like a survey that um, was passed around where folks could um, fill out ways to get involved more. Oh yeah, as well. so I can show you the link to sure. that. Um, uh, I don't have- but yeah, there's a oh. survey where, you know, you get to fill out. We want to get to know folks and mm-hmm. what they're interested in in fighting for too, um, to link with, you know, what's going on in in citywide too. So, um, part of the survey is kind of like check boxes where it's like, oh, are you interested in anti gentrification work, in mm-hmm. housing, mm-hmm. Um, in campaigning for, you know, free city, in um, providing a sanctuary. Uh, in have you know fighting for a living wage yeah. so type those kind of issues um, because there's plenty of ways we can plug folks into around that struggle and I know a lot of people already either doing something or like mm-hmm. but it, you know probably already in a struggle or fight but it'd be good to also link up and definitely connect, yeah, for those folks too yeah I think we definitely have the numbers and I, I try to remember that mm-hmm. at times yeah but uh, I mean, I hope that was clear. I don't think mm-hmm. I gave like a, a solid timeline in a sense. Oh, that's okay. Around Free City, yeah. but um, but I guess the gist of it is like the significance of it, what it means to students and to people. Like, oh yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I know a lot of peers that are working multiple jobs, mm-hmm. right, and um, want to go to school, you know, um, and uh, want to pursue an education, you know, of their choice and. It's uh, it's difficult, you know. We see the same folks that are 
being, we say, like evicted from their classes due to cuts are also being evicted or pushed out within mm-hmm. the city. Mm-hmm. And so it's a multi-pronged battle. Yes. You know? Yeah. And, um, you know, we also want to link this to um, housing as well. We're part of that fight, too, mm-hmm. um, because on campus, I don't know if folks heard like near ocean there's the balboa reservoir mm, that's as right. well so there's that other front yes <laughs> multiple yeah. fronts going on and like what um the community wants versus what um the city's pushing through mm-hmm. and um it sounds like um we have uh i've been um hearing from other folks and like having a lot of discussion with orgs that the interim mayor chancellor is a <laughs> is a topic and kind of a target as well yeah like, hey are you gonna commit to this um mm-hmm. and yeah those are kind of the discussions that i'm hearing but what about you yeah. Yeah. in in terms of oh what, just like yeah. um you know what's coming up with elections or uh, i mean there's that part of me the the anarchist part of me is mm-hmm. like we need to create our own way of being yeah. and then there's also part of me that's like if folks progressive folks want to be in the race to try to change things from the inside i'm also in mm-hmm. favor of that and i feel like as long as we're doing both mm-hmm. like as long as you do something in addition to voting then that's yeah. good but i don't think simply voting yeah, does mm-hmm. based on history it's it's more like the mass movements of people like exactly Definitely. like what you're talking about mm-hmm. with many people coming together sharing resources and providing mutual aid mm-hmm. and learning how we can kind of create the world we want to live in as opposed to doing it through the system which as, as we all know is mm-hmm. fucked <laughs> so <laughs> for lack of a better word or unjust or unfair mm-hmm. and uh continues to work in a in a way that ends up oppressing people yeah. and not giving equal footing and equal chances to everyone hell yeah so. i completely agree mass struggle is where it's at Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mass struggle. And something I also want to emphasize of like, because you asked who the key players are mm-hmm. for coming here. Um, key players, definitely like AFT 2121, mm-hmm. like American Federation of Teachers um, Local 2021, which is our faculty union at cool. City College. So badass. Yeah. And, you know, they, um, Elisa Messer, Athena Way, Tim Kelly, to name a few, mm-hmm. that um, that we worked alongside with to really push forth this vision. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like, faculty fin- um, from Diversity Collaborative themselves, you know. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, like staff and uh, CCSF Solidarity Committee, of course, but also, yeah, we um, we also, yeah, couldn't have done it without, like, community support. Um, we did it together through the Free City Coalition, and it, yeah, again, it took, like, um, multiple tactics, yes. you know? Yes, yeah. It took multiple things. It did take, you know, some lobbying, too, yeah. you know, and, you know, like, those type of discussions, but it... Uh, what is interesting it that made it easier to communicate with the community was because of that narrative and the relationships we bel- built mm-hmm. um, from the accreditation crisis, right? Yes. A lot of people were on board with like supporting or knowing what um, supporting free college, me- uh, city college meant. Mm-hmm. And so this proposal to make it free was even like, I'm on board, you know? And it, so it took different community groups within different neighborhoods. Yeah. Like we went out there. Um, went to their meetings or introduced, you know, this thing and like, can y'all endorse, you know? Um, and so, so the, so we put forth Prop W on the ballot, mm-hmm. right? And so Prop W is a legislation, um, or it's, uh, it was an initiative that included that the funds mm-hmm. that would support this free CD program comes from a luxury 
property tax. Yeah. So property tax is five million and above. Yes. So it's like raise your hand in the room if you have properties of worth five million. Just period properties. Nope, don't have those. (laughs) Right. So so that was a win, and and then it's a it's a transfer tax. Yeah. So that would uh that would be. That would go like it support the free city program, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, right? Um, it would uh, we wanted um, a stipend for yes. students to have, so yeah, up to a thousand dollars. So I'm I'm talking about what we wanted, right, 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 right up to a thousand dollars that we wanted, you know, and we yeah. wanted all um, for all workers mm-hmm. in the city. Um, what ended up happening? It went from instead of all workers to workers for the city, and then by the time it got to the late mirror's pen it was negotiated mm-hmm. to no workers ah. so it's like oh, oh you know and um and the thing was you know there was support from the supervisors mm-hmm. um almost unanimously it's like that one person i wonder who that is um, hmm. yeah and so they um unfortunately didn't support but yeah. you know the other ones um champion for it you know um supported um it took multiple trips to city because even though it was you know, voted, it took um, even more, like, voted by the voters. Yeah. Um, the, it was still up in the air for some like, why? Like, SF voters, like, voted for, you know, these funds to go through the Free City program, and it mm-hmm. should. Um, so, uh, what was I? Yeah, so, um, again, it's a progressive tax. So, yeah. um, so that's the good news that I went through, right, um, that over 60% of SF voters like champion for this prop W to yeah. the city. But, um, but yeah, it, uh, what also happened was, yeah, it's a progressive tax. And I guess some, some of the, uh, also challenges that we face was also, um, I remember at this time giving public comment in like, you know, city hall that there was also opposing groups that were saying this this will hurt like small businesses or this will hurt this demographic where it's like actually this benefits everyone. everybody yeah um yeah this proposal for everyone and um what was it getting? but um but yeah and so it was generated estimate estimated to generate 45 million within mm-hmm. six months right mm-hmm. um the program so it's like yeah and then we found out recently that um, you know, it was that money that was supposed to be generated, that estimate to be generated for a year was actually reached within six months, mm-hmm. a million. And so we actually, it was doubled that. Yep. A $100 million. Wow. Um, so I was so surprised. Like me and my other like peers were like, what? Like then why is the free city program will have only received Two point two percent. You know, we have um, like it's not a scarcity issue at this point, right? Yes, yes. So there would be one hundred million dollars. Like, imagine for that program, it could you know it could be for all students mm-hmm. uh, and more, and a lot for more non tuition costs. The other thing is though that it goes to the general fund. Mm-hmm. Um, so although Prop W says, oh, it's for the um, general interest of City College, right? It's not, doesn't say specifically toward the program, although that was the intention. Um, it's, uh, all that goes through the general fund, and there's different programs that also would benefit or um, depend on that 
um, money or general pot as well. So I think our strategy moving forward is, you know, to work with those other other groups, yeah. right? Because um, this is like a win for everyone and mm-hmm. we can look towards, um, you know, building towards this vision together, you know? Um, yeah, so, but it's very heavily interconnected. Yes. You know, education, um, housing, um, you know, food, mm-hmm. um, insecurity as well. That's ongoing. Yeah. Transportation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's all connected. Um, and, um, yeah. And the sanctuary fight again. Yeah. Hope that makes sense. To <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. But, um, it's like a combination. Yeah. With the sanctuary fight too. Um, we want to build, um, momentum towards it. So, um, get as many people to know about, you know, um, what we have won, but mm-hmm. also, you know, what challenges that we're going to face in the future, because there's a lot to gain. Yes. There's a lot to gain. Um, so watch out for that. <laughs> um, and we want to make this permanent, you know, yeah. again, I'll repeat again. It's a two year pilot program right now. Mm-hmm. Doesn't include summers, but we want it to be yeah. um, key. The other thing um, we wanted to connect to is also this year, 2018 is the anniversary of the, um, Third World Liberation Front strike. Mm. Um, so there's many events happening coming November as well. Okay. And we want to um, connect the present struggles and sharing strategies of the past and how it's ongoing too. So oh, yeah. you know, the strike that was waged by the Third World Liberation Front, lots of things happening, um, 68, 67, before, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so... Um, there'll be events in, in San Francisco and Bay Area around that, and we're looking towards participating in that as well because, um, yeah, there's a lot of strategies to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's so important just to remember what's happened before and learning from that and also celebrating what's been, what's ha- what, what has happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, just I just want to hear from you what kind of yeah. struggles inspire you or movements? Oh, goodness. There's a lot. I mean, as someone who's transgender, like certainly, you know, reading when I'm able to hear about either oral history from the trans community and hearing about the the Compton cafeteria riots when, you know, trans women, trans women of color, you know, threw coffee cup. Uh, cups of hot coffee at back at cops who were targeting them like that kind of thing in particular where they're really fighting back against law enforcement and similar with, with Stonewall which I guess are two more mainstream well, Stonewall certainly very mainstream although the telling of it has been unfortunately changed over time mm-hmm. Um, but hearing, hearing those struggles and there's so many also that we either don't learn about growing up that are specifically not taught or are erased so there are so many things out there that we just don't even know about. And so I'm like, even some things that you've mentioned, like I hadn't heard about. So it's really crucial to, to help educate like ourselves and each other just mm-hmm. so we can, we can learn from the past and also just to recognize that it's, we've been fighting for, and I'd say the, the grand we for centuries and centuries. Yeah. So to recognize it's not, it, this has been an ongoing, it's been an ongoing fight. Definitely. So, and yeah. Trans March is coming soon. That's right. Obviously. Yeah, in June. I'm excited. June 22nd. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you for the plug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, we need everyone to turn up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it's really, it, it does feel just so wonderful when folks are together in community and can and find each other and recognize that we all do have each other's backs. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Um, Looking forward to strategizing this summer. You know, folks are also taking a break, of, and then um, 
yeah it'd be great to like build relationships and connect and share stories um yeah no yeah that uh the compton to your right yeah hell yeah that's a nice local exactly so local super strong so Mm -hmm. much to learn from um yeah and then um yes yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I wanted to share about that fight. I mean, there. I think the Free City struggle, it's, um, it's uh, it'll be a long one, and it, mm-hmm. I guess it's been a continuation, mm-hmm. one that's a couple years, but um, we're looking forward to building even further um, and linking issues with education, mm-hmm. sanctuary with, um, like you said, also, um, Sanctuary is also t- tied to, you know, police, you know, trying to really um, defend each other, not um, w- in a combination of ways, mm-hmm. in many ways, right? So, like, socioeconomically, right? But also, yeah, having that rapid response and then having that education, like, knowing our rights. Yes. Right? Um, and um, and that's, um, we're having more discussion on that, too. Like, what, what does sanctuary mean? Like, mm-hmm. what is sanctuary? how can we implement concretely a sanctuary city and not yeah. just one that declares itself one. Right. But right. what are some concrete ways to really um, defend our communities? Mm-hmm. And so I see um, CCF Solidarity Committee playing a role in that mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, so that's what we want to highlight. Um, so I guess I want to repeat the asks for folks. Yes. Oh, know? yes, please. Thank so our you. ask is, please uh, check out CCSF Solidarity Committee. Feel free to connect with us. Um, if you're interested in joining us, um, please reach out. You know, again, um, if you're interested in um, basically, um, you know, socioeconomic issues, housing, gentrification, living wage, and obviously defending and making permanent Free City College, um, hell yeah, we'd love to have you. And then also, please, 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 um, if you can sign up for a class um, at City, we have uh, multiple like certificates, departments, mm-hmm. just like whatever um, you're interested in learning, like yeah. that should be for you. Yeah, you know? I I highly take recommend a Spanish folks. class. Yeah, with Roman. <laughs> yeah, take another Spanish class, another learn another language. Mm-hmm. I feel like, especially growing up in this country where there's. I'm not going to get too angry when I talk about this, but just this idea the the fear of the unknown is certainly big in this country. And the idea of like, what if we were to counteract that? I and mean, then people do, but like, if we we're all to like learn multiple languages, what kind of society, what amazing society we could live in if we could communicate better with each other. And then there's also in a mini, mini front within the multiple fronts, but uh, very, very significant is also the labor and community yes, studies yes, department yes. right now. Um, so one of the impacts of the privatization fight was cuts the to these departments and classes. Mm-hmm. You know, these are specific departments that hold um, like a major resource and is a major resource um, source of learning, but also practice. Uh, within the community, and so labor and community studies we see in the national context, like heavy um, attack on labor, you know, mm-hmm. with um, Janice and like, um, yeah. And so within labor and community studies, uh, it's also has been impacted and had faced cuts during the accreditation crisis. And so we're looking to grow, looking towards growing that department. Mm-hmm. I know um, City Build, which is a, um, a very large and meaningful program, 
um, that um, works with the Labor Community Studies Department is part of that, you know, and we want to revitalize it. We want it to grow. Um, and so please take uh, check out the fall schedule. Um, look up a Labor and Community Studies course. Um, Roman, did you want to say a few words on the course you took? Um, I loved it. I learned a lot. And again, I met some really interesting and incredible folks. And just really, I, I was here. I hadn't been... I hadn't taken like a non-theater class in a long time, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. folks. And so to be in that kind of setting again, and to without the, when I grew up, I was very concerned with my performance more so than the actual process and learning, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And to be back in this kind of l- academic setting where I'm really there just to learn, I'm not as concerned with grades or anything. It's more just what can I gain from this experience? What can I learn? How can I enhance my knowledge of the world and of each other. And to have this opportunity, I can't speak highly enough. It was a really incredible opportunity. And like you and I wouldn't be having this conversation if I ha- you know, hadn't, yeah. if this hadn't been available. So it really also just connects people with each other, which is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm so glad I've connected with you. So the way Roman and I met was through, uh, so one of our uh, first, one of CCSF Solidarity Community is like, Comrades, um, Kayla Lewis, shout mm-hmm. out to Kayla, um, was in the is a classmate of Roman, and so for their final project was mm-hmm. to present on an issue or community struggle, mm-hmm. and so Kayla talked about um, the Free City campaign and the details and what went into it, and then that's how we got to hear from other folks and community members mm-hmm. that were taking that class too about the struggles that they were part of or interested in, you know and in being a part of and so that's how we got to meet Roman so yeah. thank you so much for inviting us yeah mm-hmm. thank you so and thank you so much for being here and for sharing there's so much information mm-hmm. and it's I really appreciate having the the FaceTime and being able to, to discuss things in person too mm-hmm. um, I mean it's great to find information online and it's something else to be able to communicate with someone in the same room and just it feels it helps me feel like a lot less alone mm-hmm. so I appreciate that yeah, same. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm considering taking some improv, or I'm looking. I'll look towards that too. Uh, guerrilla theater. Oh yeah, uh, guerrilla theater too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm all for diversity of tactics in many ways. There's <laughs> exactly. many ways. Exactly. It's like yeah, I'm. I'm also gonna learn Spanish and Tagalog. I'll try that. But also, again, like to ser- you know to enrich myself, but also serve the people. Yes. Um. Yes. So that's kind of our other. Um, guiding principles or yeah. slogan is like um, love the people serve the people organize the people so that's uh, what uh. Solidarity Committee trust and body are put forth we're, we're here to love serve and organize that is awesome and, everyone oh, that's wonderful yeah. uh, cool. cool well thank you again so much for being here is mm-hmm. there anything else you'd like to share before we go um, hmm. we do have plenty of time too so okay. we can also take a bit of a break um, okay. let's take a mini break okay Great, we can do that. I'll put on some music and then we'll be back in a little bit. So please everybody do stay tuned.
and welcome back to the weekly review i'm joined here by win from the ccsf solidarity committee and we're having a good conversation here thanks again so much for being here yeah definitely thanks for inviting me inviting us it's gonna be fun it has yeah. been fun mm-hmm. yeah so we have some more information for folks uh and also, yeah, there's also a little bit more to, to talk about and to summarize before we, we head out. So feel free to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this just in summary, um, the fight continues around defending the free city college program. And um, it's a political fight that links that is also tied to a sanctuary fight as well. Um, and then what we want and what we want folks to you know, wage and rally behind is the vision for a free, permanent, you know, free tuition, a uh, permanent college, right, for all, mm-hmm. for our, not just SF residents, but for all, all workers and all undocumented folks. Um, and yeah, so we invite folks to that struggle. And then the other thing that I wanted to add to our conversation, yeah. this is something that's super important. I think people should no, at the tip of their tongues or like say is college for all. Yeah. I hope folks have heard of that, but it's essentially a campaign initiative to make college free state wide. Um, and it prioritizes low income, uh, formerly incarcerated and undocumented students and it's initiative. And so we have a deadline that's around June. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also relooking at the initiative, um, yeah, to make it um, as inclusive, and also we know that it's a it's a reform, of course, mm-hmm. but it, it's obviously not full solution. Uh, but um, this is you know similar. It's also similar to the free city program where it's based off a progressive tax. So it taxes point three percent of wealthiest of Californians. Yeah, and it's um, an estate tax. Yeah. <laughs> and so we like that. Um, and we also like that it's inclusive, um, no GPA requirement, don't have to be um, uh, straight out of high school, you know. And um, we're looking towards this initiative because we're also, um, I think one of, so one of the guiding principles of Solidarity Committee is also leveraging non-reformist reforms, trying to build international historical perspective, building cadre and um and so part of why we decided to be involved in the College for All campaign statewide is because um, it materially benefits immediately, like students and families, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously a progressive tax, but also what we want to build alongside this um, reform building for it is the analysis and framework um, and build uh, build student power. Mm-hmm. So we're so it's not just um, the political act isn't your signature, you know. Yes, yes. The political act is um, the understanding and also the commitment to um, build mm-hmm. for um, student and political power, and so and building um, yeah grassroots mass movement linking folks to that. So just wanted to folks to look out for college for all for that petition and also look on the um, Facebook page too, College for All. Um, 
Yeah, I think. Um, and then also some of the things that I quickly wanted to share. I yeah. know we talked a lot about labor and community studies, mm-hmm. but something I also wanted to mention yeah. to folks is also CCSF was the first um, opened the first LGBTQ studies department and um, in the nation. And it, it has a trend in the other departments as well. It has the only Philippine studies department in the United States mm. and super valuable yeah. for the um, Filipino diaspora for obviously non-Filipino folks too to look into that history yeah. as well um, so yeah please take those classes or look into it I recommend folks to look into that as well super valuable and also um, the critical Pacific Island Studies Department mm-hmm. has been growing and the VASA program and um and also, yeah, so I just wanted to uh, drop in a few, like, fun facts, some some gems, I guess. Yeah. And um, and so, yeah, I guess that'll be all. Okay. Well, when thank you so much for being here. I learned a lot um, speaking with you about the history of CCSF and about so much that it has to offer. So hopefully a lot of listeners out there will also recognize that there's so much out there. And also for folks, if you don't live here in the in San Francisco and in the Bay Area, perhaps think about um, ways to create something similar and to work with, I'm sure folks are already doing things that are similar in other parts of the country, but then to think about what it would be like if there were a little CCSF type places everywhere, if like if folks everywhere had this yeah and um we'd love to share like strategies mm-hmm. um actually we have um we recently spoke at the fighting the neoliberal university conference oh, that, that sounds, happened wow. at san francisco state university oh, wow so we got to meet um yeah like some radical faculty um students who were also looking towards the vision of fighting against neoliberalism like what type of education would that look like yes also addressing precarity Mm. um which is the trend in that um you know faculty are looking to be disposable are being looked at as disposable Mm. and less full-time faculty are hired and more part-time right and so there's this so if you ask um faculty at ccsf or lectures mm-hmm. you know they're teaching at three places mm. and their commute is just i don't know what that adds up to but it's long and right. um, it impacts um locally and it's a trend um uh, amongst what um the impact of neoliberalism mm-hmm. um you know and so um, we're trying to fight against precarity as well. We're looking at linking those conditions between students um, and teachers mm-hmm. and, you know, looking at um, these are workers, you know, workers within this institution. And, you know, we want it to be it's a public institution, not a private one. So why are we having this business model yes. within education? Right? Yes, yes, like, exactly. Um, and so we're trying to flip that. Yeah, and that's, an, you know, that's a, a national international fight. You know, we see. Uh, other schools and um, being impacted that as well. You know, we're also looking towards um, one of our comrades, um, Lalo Gonzalez, went to a Journey for Justice conference recently and mm-hmm. was able to hear the stories and tactics of um, Chilean mm-hmm. students. Oh, yeah. You know, and what they were up to and also building informal elections, um, building, um, you know, the type of education that they wanted. Yes. And also, yeah, we look to... we. I mean that what 
uh, inspire CCSF Solidarity Committee is exactly those fights. You yes, know, um, yes. students of Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. um, Chile, um, South Africa. So we want to hit it home with the internationalism, yes, right? Because yes, we can't yes. do it alone. Not That's at for all. Sure. Yeah. Um, it, it's uh, continuously, we're continuously learning from yeah. other people. Yes. Um, and from other other struggles. Yes. And, um, and it's so, so key to put energy into strategizing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so... Uh, we're looking towards that and we also if folks are interested in delegations too that's Mm -hmm. another thing that we um, one way that we try to support um, students to expand Mm -hmm. their knowledge and also trying to find ways to institutionalize um, exploring like internationalism or like um, you know linking so it's like if you are a student you want uh, a credit Mm -hmm. you know uh, one unit credit um, for maybe the type of work that you're already doing that is linked to struggle Mm -hmm. you know then you can get it you Mm -hmm. know Um, that's what we're that's what we have so we're looking towards you know inviting students to organize with us but also we'd we'd like to support folks to go um, to delegations abroad. Yes. Yeah. Um, because that really expands what does internationalism mean? Yes. Um, so uh, to El Salvador, um, to we're looking recently to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a trinational coming up. Oh, wow. So the trinational is a conference that um, it's uh, between the US, Canada, and uh, Mexico. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a conference that meets every two years to strategize against neoliberalism within that. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> between the three countries. And so yeah. I was able to go uh, two oh, years ago or great. so that in Canada mm-hmm. and was able to meet folks from like the Chicago Teachers Union, mm-hmm. um, folks from Chicago, folks from Mexico, folks from Canada. Um, and it was really badass. And so the next one that we're looking towards for folks to go is happening in, um, I think it's, I think it's New Mexico, I believe. Okay. So looking towards that, so trinational. So thinking about long term yes. as well, and yes. immediate goals of like how can we um, shift power? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I just wanted to plug that in. There's so much stuff to plug in. Oh sure. But I think um, yeah, definitely wanted to shout that out yeah. too. That sounds great. Um, we're trying to fundraise, so if folks are interested in supporting, yes, um, financially too, that'd be awesome because. Um, yeah, definitely it's, uh, yeah, we'd love the support. (laughs) Um, definitely. So yeah. And again, you know, invite your, your moms, your brothers, your grandmoms to attend CCSF and then, you know, to really support this, um, working class gem of an institution, you know, and also second, um, check out CCSF Solidarity Committee. That's CCSF solidarity committee at gmail.com mm-hmm. and then check out our facebook at ccsf solidarity um and that could be it yeah cool thank you so much so much great information thank you so much and i really appreciate you also uh talking about the internationalism and that's so important and crucial so thank you so much for sharing that definitely Thank you, thank you. Woo. Yeah, great. Well, thanks again to Wynn and thanks to all the folks at CCSF um, for all the mm-hmm. the work and energy that you've done to create the a better world for everybody. So thank you so much. Thanks. So we're going to take a bit of a music break and we'll be back in a bit. Get our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Yeah. 
Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight.
check this out, man. Okay, talk to me about the future of Public Enemy. Future of Public Enemy got a. Right about now, when WA Court is in full effect, Judge Trey residing. In the case of NWA versus the police department, prosecuting attorneys all MC Brand, Ice Cube, and Easy Motherfucking E. Order, order, order. Ice Cube, take the motherfucking stand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help your black ass? You goddamn right. But won't you tell everybody what the fuck you gotta say? Coming straight from the underground A young nigga got it back cause I'm brown And not the other color so police think They have the authority to kill a minority Fuck that shit cause I ain't the one For a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on And thrown in jail We can go toe to toe in the middle of a cell Fucking with me cause I'm a teenager With a little bit of gold and a pager Searching my car, looking for the product Thinking every nigga is selling narcotics You rather see me and the Showing out for the white cop. Ice Cube will swarm on any motherfucker in a blue uniform. Just cause I'm from the CPT, punk police are afraid of me. Huh? A young nigga on the warpath. And when I finish, it's gonna be a bloodbath of cops dying in LA. Yo, Dre, I got something to say.
the jury how you feel about this bullshit. I'm tired of the motherfucking jacket. Sweating my gang while I'm chilling in the shack and shining the light in my face. And for what? Maybe it's because I kick so much butt I get gas. Or maybe because I blast on a stupid ass nigga when I'm playing with the trigger of an Uzi or an AK. Cause the police always got something stupid to say. They put out my picture with silence. Cause my identity by itself causes violence or evil with the criminal behavior. Yeah, I'm a gangster, but still I got flavor. Without a gun in the badge, what do you got? A sucker in a uniform waiting to get shot by me or another nigga. And with a gun, it don't matter if he's smaller or bigger. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening in. Big thank you to Win from the City College, from the CCSF Solidarity Committee. I learned a lot and really grateful for so many people who are talking the talk and walking the walk. And please excuse that horrible cliche. I said it. That's okay. I don't censor myself on the show for the most part. I'm really grateful and it gives me faith. And I think. A lot of the time I feel I haven't gone through all the news stories this week and there's a lot and um, just it's heartbreaking and to understand that while this is happening, there are folks who are out there creating a better world for everybody. That's just so reassuring and um, hopefully folks listening in got that sense as well and also found ways to connect and ways to be inspired and ways we can create strategies together and learn from history and learn from other folks and all work together to create this a better world for all of us oh, so thank you again so much for listening in if you'd like to support the station you can do so by going to mutinyradio.fm we also have a number of shows here every day of the week you can listen in you can check out the schedule again also at mutinyradio.fm there's comedy there's music there's spoken word there's talk there's politics there's cannabis related shows there's a whole lot of different things happening and there's also spaces available for rentals. So if you would like to do a show here of your own, uh, whatever that might be, you are welcome to get in contact with Pam, who's the station manager. And you can contact Pam at director at mutinyradio.fm. And I think the info is also, excuse me, available on the Mutiny Radio website. And yeah, we have spaces available for the rental. You get the space, there's a stage, there's microphones, you get a live broadcast, you have the MP3 that's saved. And you can charge folks at the door if you'd like and bring in snacks, whatever you'd like. So really wanting to put that forward. It's great to have a community space here. 
in San Francisco where folks can come and share their art and their words and their truth with one another. If you'd like to support the weekly review, we do have a Patreon up. Thank you so much to all of the sponsors. Thank you to Ritual Cannabis, one of our longtime sponsors here. And if you'd like to contribute, any donation from a dollar a month um, would be greatly appreciated. And you can do so at patreon.com forward slash weekly rev. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash weekly rev, and that's W-E-E-K-L-Y-R-E-V. And also, if you own a small business, do I know anyone who owns a small business? Maybe you do. And or anything else that you'd like to promote. I do a lot of promotions here for free because that's what we what we do here. We like to get out the word. Um, however, if you happen to have extra capital, uh, some extra income lying around, and you would like to uh, advertise on the show, if it's something I support, and odds are if you are listening to the show, I support you. Uh, that sounded weird. I hope that came across okay. You get where I'm coming from, yes? It's, it's not like the big companies are offering me cash to advertise for them. I will not advertise for certain people, for sure. However, now that I've talked a roundabout of a way, if you would like to advertise anything, um, I can record a spot for you here at the station. You can play like a 30-second spot and or even text. I'll read some text to help get out the word for your organization or business, by all means. Or if you're an artist who have events coming up, um, either way, um, feel free to get in touch with me. I'm happy to share the word. So go ahead and do that. And we're on Facebook for the time being not big tech person here. You can check us out at facebook.com forward slash weekly rev. I post a lot of news articles, more news articles there than I do on my personal page for a number of reasons. We're looking to go elsewhere. And for the time being, that's where a lot of folks are and a lot of people are connected. So that's what we're going to do. So if you'd like to follow some of those many news stories, we didn't quite get to this week. <sighs> um, so, uh, many people have been harmed by law enforcement and by bigotry this this week. So wanting to recognize that as well and send energy out to create the world that we want to live in where everyone is treated with respect oh, and safety. All right, it's 146. So... Uh, there were some other things I was going to play this week that may we we're probably we're gonna put we're gonna push towards next week and that's all right. I don't want to f- I don't want to sink back into a depression before we end the show because that's gonna be on un- that's gonna be un- unhappy for me and for probably listeners. So there's a lot of good things happening as well and wanting to focus on that and ways we can be active in the face of some of the really negative behavior from people in positions of power and we have the numbers. There's no question about that. And we have the heart. There's no question about that either. And history's on our side, yeah? So with that, I think we should probably end with some, <laughs> end as we started. I'll play some Joan Baez. Why not? And here's her covering some more Bob Dylan. It's what's readily available. We all know. We don't all know. What do we all know? Do we even know anything? Anyway, my point being that Sometimes I prepare for the show a little bit more than others with getting the music together. Sometimes I put it on shuffle and then you find some other songs that you weren't quite expecting to hear and that's all good. So uh, stay tuned because coming up next at 2 p.m. is 
Women's Magazine with Global Val, followed by the Common Thread Collective with Global Val and Diamond Dave. And uh, many people, if you feel like coming through to share your music, your art, whatever you'd like, it's an open house. The same for my show as well. It's a little bit earlier, so I understand it's difficult for some folks to get to, but always feel free to drop by if you'd like. If you have something to share, please do be in touch. So yes, the Common Thread Collective is from 3 to 6 p.m., and stay tuned for that, followed by, there's like an open mic from 6 to 8, and then Pam's Comedy Clubhouse from 8 to 10 p.m. There's a lot of great shows here at the station, so please do check out mutinyradio.fm for the full schedule. Hope everyone has um, a good week, good weekend, I'll, since we do have a bit of time. Oh, something else that, that when mentioned I wanted to share um, during the break is that uh, City College also now has it, so they will have your chosen name on the the registrar registrar Reg- you know the list when they call your names so you get to choose your name and so students put that forward and so really grateful for that and it's another incentive and another reason why city college is pretty fucking awesome is that you can put your the name of choice on 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 the <laughs> on the roll call so that's pretty fucking awesome and it might not seem like a, a lot to some and it's incredibly important to many of us so that's pretty awesome Okay, are there any upcoming events? There always are upcoming events. And in walks Val. Yay, Val's here. Party time. Woo woo. <laughs> um, let's see, there is something happening. Um, I mentioned the event. So yes, tonight in front of the Mission Police Station, um, Mission and Valencia, Valencia and 17th Street. Let me go back to... Repeat that information, giving folks the correct time. Again, that's between 8 and 10 p.m. tonight, May 25th, in front of the Mission Police Station. uh, The community will be gathering to protest police terror and police impunity. (sighs) And again, on uh, Tuesday, May 29th, in front of 8.50 Bryant, from noon to 2 p.m., the Wealth and Disparities in the Black Community, Justice for Mario Woods Coalition, will be holding a press conference. And again, there's that, there's an uh, event on Facebook. Also, furthermore, <laughs> let me back up here. Where we go? Where are we? Where are we? There's an event on Monday that I don't quite see right now. There's going to be an event, and perhaps that's coming up down the road. June 2nd, on Saturday, June 2nd, there's the Sex Worker Justice Now happening at 12 p.m. at Oscar Grant Plaza in Oakland, which is at 14th Street and Broadway, and that's from noon to 4 p.m. There's an ad. Ad. There's not an ad. There's not an ad. There's an event invite on Facebook with all of the information. I'll read it right now because we have a few minutes. Saturday, June 2nd, sex workers and our allies will be standing up for justice Showing up for justice all over the country, join us at Oscar Grant Plaza in downtown Oakland, California, to make the voices and needs of our Bay Area communities loud and visible. Sex worker justice now. Allies wanted and welcome. We are protesting, rallying, and marching with the following goals in mind. One, to make more Bay Area residents and local media aware of the systemic violence against sex workers. Two, uh, repercussions of FOSTA-SESTA legislation and police violence and anti-trafficking legislation that continuously conflates sex work and sex trafficking and how criminalization damages our communities. Oh, number two, excuse me. Number two, sex worker justice is inherently tied to the justice of transgender by POC 
LGBTQ, fem, and gender nonconforming, undocumented, poor, low-income, drug-using communities. Three, elevate specific sex worker community voices. Four, be visible and celebrate. Come together and show each other some serious love during this tough political time. Five, celebrate the St. James Infirmary's 19th birthday. Yay, St. James Infirmary. Schedule of events, noon to one, gathered at Oscar Grant Plaza. One to two, community speakers. Two to three, march. Three to four, celebrate. More info about speakers and the march coming soon. What you need to do. Invite friends and allies. We have power in numbers. Two, wear red. Three, bring signs. Signs making parties. Sign making parties. Sign making parties and lists of sign ideas coming soon. Our goal and expectations are that this will be a peaceful and positive gathering for sex worker justice. That being said, we are aware that undocumented, on parole, by POC, sex workers, etc. are at a higher risk of police involvement, harassment, and violence. We are working on creating safer spaces and systems within the rally and we'll have more information about this coming soon. Showing up for justice is important, but please prioritize your safety. Volunteers are needed. We are looking for folks that have experience with protests to help us lead our crowd. Currently seeking march leaders, chant leaders. Do you have a cool and affordable food truck or ice cream cart? We want to help keep, we want to, we want to keep our people with snacks, lemonade, and popsicles in hand. Donations needed. We are wanting to provide the St. James Infirmary Clinic with a lovely birthday bash seeking cake and red balloon donations. Please message here or email Maxine Holloway at protonmail.com. And that's M-A-X-I-N-E-H-O-L-L-O-W-A-Y at protonmail.com. Or um, Arab, ooh, Arabelle Raphael at protonmail.com to help out and that's a-r-a-b-e-l-l-e-r-a-p-h-a-e-l at protonmail.com and also this event is on facebook uh this event is sponsored by bay area pro support baps which is at twitter.com forward slash bay pro support and the saint james infirmary clinic yay saint james infirmary.org and the flyer artwork is by the rambling hooker which is at instagram.com forward slash rambling hooker Cool. All right. It's almost two. So we are going to go and leave the station to Val and all the great folks who will be coming through today. Thank you again so much for listening. Thank you to Wynn and thanks to all the folks from CCSF Solidarity Committee. Oh yeah. I said Jen Baez. Let's get some Jen Baez on here. Okay. Here's a nice little peaceful song. Have a great week, everyone. Then that he
he just doesn't see the answer my friend is blowing in the wind the answer is blowing in the wind how many times can a man look up before he sees a sky Sonando en el viento, de regreso está sonando en el viento. The answer, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. Gracias a todos. Muchísimas gracias. Muy buenas noches. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the internet 